to Harvest Australia podcast. We trust you will be blessed by this message from Pastor Ryan Davis. And we have the privilege of having Ryan preach this morning. Put your hands together as he comes and preaches this morning. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Good morning, everyone. Great to share with you this morning. This morning, I'd love to do a spin-off sermon from Marty's last week where he talked about the theme of um, imitating God. And this morning, I want to talk about friendship with God. And um, yeah, my big idea this morning is that as we grow in friendship with God, we actually grow in our faith in Him as well and the things that he can do in our lives. So I've been reading through the story of Abraham and being so encouraged. So I'm going to share from the overflow of that this morning. Sound good? Yeah. Great. Excellent. So um, I, I just love the story of Abraham so, so much. This uh, more senior gentleman or old dude. Turn to your neighbor and say, Abraham was an old dude. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Um, there's a point to that story with God choosing this man. Abram had come from um, Babylonia. He'd come from the land of Chaldea. And God had actually called him. And I'm just going to share a little, bit, a little bit about the story, then pray, and then we'll um, go for it. So calls him out of this land. Abraham was an Abraham idolater. God called him and said, I'll bless you, Genesis 12. I'm going to make you a blessing. Um, uh, I'll bless those that bless you, curse those that curse you. And Abram uh, responded, and the Bible says he called upon the name of the Lord. He built an altar. And this journey, uh, this relationship with God began to move, and the story continues um, with Abram, this very wealthy pilgrim, um, the equivalent of a billionaire today probably. Uh, he journeyed up into the land that God had called him to, this, this promised land of Canaan. And he's journeying through. The only problem is he seems to have everything. He's got a beautiful wife. Um, he's got uh, success uh, in his business. Uh, he has so much abundance and is a very well-respected uh, person. But he doesn't have someone to inherit everything he doesn't have a son and in Genesis chapter 17 the Lord comes to him in a vision and uh, explains to him you know I'm going to bless you with descendants you're going to they're going to be like the sand on the shore look up Abraham they're going to be like the stars and at that point um, before that Abraham had thought oh why don't you just have uh, my my um best servant. His name's Eliezer. Take him. He's from Damascus. And the Lord's like, no, I'm going to give you uh, a a, a, um, son. It's going to come from you and your descendants are going to be a multitude on the face of the earth. And when he uh, looked at the stars and uh, tried to count them, it's the Bible says he believed the Lord and it was accounted to him as righteousness. And it's just this beautiful story. Now, a couple of years went by and uh, there was a bit of an urgency in the Abram household. And, you know, uh, Sarai was 
uh, getting quite desperate, like, what's going on? I thought that God gave us a promise, what's happening? We haven't had a son yet. And so Abraham, Abraham thought to himself, well, I, I might help God. Oh, maybe it means that, you know, we, we have to do something as well. So Sarai suggested, here's Hagar, um, the maidservant, uh, have a baby with her and let's see what happens. So he did that and um, unfortunately, uh, sadly, uh, she became despised in Sarah's eyes with her son Ishmael and fled from the um, family. And this predicament uh, began to get a little bit tense and Abraham was very unsettled, it was restless. And then the Lord appears again to Abra Abram and says, Abram, what's going on, you know? I've got a promise. I've, I'm going to keep my covenant with you. He'd made a covenant with him. And there he was. And uh, Abram said, Whoa, why don't you just make uh, Ishmael the one who is the uh, descendant that the earth is blessed in sort of thing. But uh, the Lord says, No, from your body will come a uh, successor, uh, the, the one who will be the promised son. And so this story uh, continues and he, uh, re, um, uh, yeah, he, he restores that covenant and circumcision happens. And then uh, eventually we know that Isaac is born. So there's the story uh, in a bit of a summary. And I thought we'd just pray and then I'll share what's on my heart. So let's pray this morning. Thank you so much. Lord, today is a, is a great day to be here. Today is a great day to know you to know the name of Jesus, the name of our Lord, the name of the one who has a purpose for each one of us. And uh, Lord, I pray that we'd be raised up to know you more, uh, that we would know your heart today more and more. And Jesus, we uh, say thank you so much for this uh, wonderful, cool change sweeping across Adelaide. And we pray for really big sets of waves coming over the mid-coast for all the surfers and bodyboarders. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. Great. Well, I am convinced that the best things in life come out of relationship with God. Fruit always comes out of our intimacy with Him. And at the end of last year, I, uh, um, Louise and I uh, had a situation with our transportation. We needed a new car. My car radiator blew up on the busiest road and the most hectic road in uh, Adelaide suburbia, South Road, just imagine it, peak hour traffic, your radiator blows up, you need to turn off and there's an in, a truck behind you with um, some, some Indian um, workers going, hey, just hold on, hold on, hold on, I just, I was very proud of myself actually how well I maintained my composure and um, just like... <laughs> Yeah, just as everything was raging around me. And uh, thankfully, Leisha, who was going to the same event, bailed me out of that. But uh, Louise and I began to seek the Lord about a new car, what to do there. And uh, it, I had it in my heart as um, we were working through that. I reckon a Kia Carnival. A Kia Carnival. I'd been inspired by um, uh, some other families in our church community. The Kia Carnival. Yes, Lord, that's what I want. That's what I'm going to seek you for. And so we had this experience of what was a hard thing turning into an adventure. And uh, this reminds me so much of uh, Abraham's journeys. And so uh, we found one. We traveled out to North Adelaide to this house. 
to a Polish family who welcomed us in kindly to their European um, uh, house and we just sat down. We actually started to become friends with them <laughs> and uh, he said, come and see the car, you know, and they took us for a test drive. There's something about uh, Polish people and uh, cars with me. My driving instructor was um, Polish, you know, he's, uh, I went through a give, give way and he said, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to kill me? I have a mortgage to pay off. Another time I was driving along and he, he leaned over and went, and uh, I'm like, what are you doing? You know, they said, oh, I know them back there, you know, so that was funny. And uh, so we not only got a car, but some great friends. I'm sure when we're out in Salisbury Way, we might pop in and we're able to console one another, encourage one another about life's journey. So there you go. We've got an awesome gold Kia Carnival out of um, that time. And um, I just love uh, how God is like that, you know, in our lives. What I want to do is I want to take you through some of the journey of Abraham, and I want to share three times that the Lord appeared to him, and, uh, and I'm going to share from that. So if you'd like to open up to me, to, uh, with me, to Genesis chapter 17, and I'm uh, just going to share three times the Lord appears to Abraham, and what the significance is here. All right. You know, Abraham, as his friendship with the Lord became stronger, so did his faith. And he went through a process. He went through a heart journey, a transformation uh, to the place where he was able, in friendship with the Lord, to have Isaac with Sarah, to have a promise come into fulfillment to fruition are you with me you're picking up on this awesome and so what we have here Genesis 17 when Abram was 99 years old the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him I am almighty God walk before me and be blameless isn't that cool and I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, and it goes on. So we have here um, a powerful passage. Um, my apology, I just hold your finger in there. Turn back to uh, Genesis chapter 15. This is the uh, first account. That was the second, so you can keep your finger in there. Um, Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Okay, so the Lord's uh, appearing to him. He's declaring his name to Abram and saying, I am your shield. I am your exceedingly great reward. In that, he's saying, I am your friend. I am the one, Abram, that you can live from and with I am your insurance plan. You know, I'm your shield. Wherever you go, I'm your reward. You have full assurance that everything great in life that you experience is actually going to come out of the place of your friendship with me. And so there he is um, with the Lord. And he, he's uh, so thankful. The Lord begins this covenant with him and, and showing Abram that he'll never have to worry about anything. Um, God will always honour his side of the relationship. And, you know, that's like us in life. 
uh, when we're journeying through life, we're not sure where we're going sometimes, we're not sure what God's doing, but this is the point. The point is that we know Him, and in knowing Him, we always know where we're going. And as long as you love Jesus and you love Him, you'll always be safe. Things will always work out better than you could have ever imagined. And that's like uh, the Psalm 37, that delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. And also in the words of Jesus, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added to you. And so in knowing Jesus, in learning to walk with Him and talk with Him, we find that astounding things happen in our lives with Jesus. He calls us to have absolute dependency on Him and trust in Him. This is the kind of thing God wants to highlight um, here, is that, you know, here's a 99-year-old gentleman. He's old. Um, The Bible says his body is as good as dead, but he just has to trust God because God is going to bring his destiny about. Someone say amen. You've got to help me help you today. Come on. There he is. Excellent. Um, The next appearing, so we'll go to the one I read before. And I'll just read that, that part where the Lord says, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. So we have here uh, God almighty, El Shaddai is, is the name of the Lord there. You know, whenever the Lord says name, a name to us, he's showing his nature. Sometimes the question in life isn't, what should I do, Lord? But who are you? Who do you want to be for me in this current life? circumstance that I'm in and I will draw from you supernaturally and begin to experience uh, your, your life coming on in, your hope coming on in and uh, this incredible awareness of your presence will be what means the most to me more than anything um, because when the Lord's ultimately our reward then nothing else matters, you know, sometimes you don't know that Christ is all you need, I've heard it said until um, he is, uh, sorry, sometimes uh, you don't know Christ is all you have and need until that, that everything's stripped away, you know. So um, he is everything to us. And in this place, he's, he's showing, I am the Almighty One. I am the Almighty One. And this happens those few years after um, uh, the Lord had appeared to him and promised him uh, a son. And after the Hagar experience, this moment happens. And really, this is the Lord saying, Abraham, you ran a little bit ahead of me. You had an um, experience where you're, you, in your own effort, you tried to birth something. In your own effort, you tried to make your destiny happen. But in this appearing, the Lord shows up, his friend, and says, I am the Almighty One. And you can imagine the shock uh, uh, of Abram, you know, always being aware of the presence, but now the Lord shows up and says, I'm the Almighty, you know, and he falls on his face. He's a little bit shy of the, of the Lord. He's a little bit perhaps ashamed of um, the Hagar experience, but the Lord isn't worried. The Lord is showing him, hey, I'm still for you, still honoring his covenant experience. And in this passage, uh, Abram, I thought it was quite funny, he says, you know, uh, make, make Ishmael the one that is uh, the descendant that uh, 
that, that is the one that will inherit. And the Lord's like, no. So he made another sort of little mistake. He's like, just do this, Lord. He's trying to give the Lord advice. And the Lord, again, is like, no. You know, nothing can stop God's purpose for your life. Not your mistake, not your mess, not your negotiating with the Lord. Nothing can um, stop him from fulfilling the destiny he has on your life. Again, as long as you love him, as long as you're just being his friend, relating to him, putting yourself out there before him, he will bring everything about that he has for your life. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. And this is what's happening here. I'm the Almighty One. And he makes a covenant. He say, hey, Abram, I'm going to change your name to Abraham because you're going to be a father of many. I don't need your Eliezer your servant. I don't need your Hagar. I don't need your Ishmael. In fact, Abram, I'm going to do a little bit of surgery on you and we're going to have something called circumcision and also circumcise your heart so that you know that I don't need you, but I'm going to do everything through you. You don't have to be independent. Just be dependent. Rely on relationship with me and I'll bring it about through you. You are not the source, Abraham. You are a channel. You are not the vine, you're a branch. And I'm going to bring about fruit and descendants through your life. Just abide in relationship with me. Come on. Just learn out of covenant to be, have conviction and repent when you've done the wrong thing. Know that you are righteous. And in that, then have communion with me. And out of that, you're going to see wonderful things happen from your absolute dependency. Here you are, little Abraham, you, you little pilgrim, you little sojourner in a foreign land. Your body is as good as dead, but I'm going to do this through you. And uh, it's just such an amazing uh, uh, passage here. I, I love that so much. And, you know, the Lord sometimes does have seasons in our lives where he needs to give us a big wake-up call. We've done something wrong. We've made a, a, a poor decision. But the Lord appears to us and say, hey, I am the one who is control. This is about my story. This is about my genesis. You can't ruin the genesis. You're part of my story. Hey, here's the good news. It's not about you. It's about you in God's story I, you didn't choose me, I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear much fruit. Come on, in the words of Jesus. So we got that there. Now this is God Almighty. God sometimes does like to appear to us in those ways, and sometimes you hear like someone preaching, and it's like, boom, you know. And other times the Lord wants to appear to us as a friend that comes uh, like right into our world, right down to our, into our level. We've beheld his majesty and he meets us in the mundane times of life. And so if you turn with me, the last one I want to share is in Genesis um, chapter 18. And uh, just reading a bit about this encounter, this divine appointment. Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth trees of Mamre as he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day. So he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground and said, My Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass on by, uh, sorry, do not pass on by your servant. Please let a little water be brought and wash your feet. And rest yourself under the tree. And it goes on about the hospitality of 
Abraham, Abraham uh, to these three men. Now, one of them is the Lord. I'm not saying that the Lord uh, became a man at that time. That happened later. But he appeared in the form of a man. He came right down into Abraham's world, right down to Abraham's level to meet him where he was at um, in the heat of the day. And Abraham, Abraham recognized the Lord. Don't you love it when you can recognize the Lord, uh, not just at church during the worship, but when you've got to take out the garbage? That's like one of my only jobs at home. Just joking. <laughs> uh, stereotype. But you begin to experience the Lord when you're driving in the car. And I love it that our, our God is like this. He meets us in such a way. And in this encounter, the Lord is, is showing Abraham, I want to be your friend. I want to have uh, such conversation with you in life, this ongoing dialogue with me that you begin to know my ways in such an intimate way that you will represent me wherever you go, that you will show the world what I am like. Because I've called you, Abraham, to be great. I'm going to make your name great. But in making your name great, I'm going to make my name great. Because wherever you go, people are going to recognize a supernatural presence, something extraordinary about you. They're going to see that you are different. And I know this uh, to be true. This is the way that... Um, uh, that we live. There's something that is different about us, Harvest Australia Church. Wherever we go, people see, wow, there, there's a sense of life around you. There's, there's a sense of shalom, peace around you. You have joy even when uh, you, you, you have upsetting situations in your life. You, you have a resilience you're, you're an overcomer. You have a hope, even against hope. And we have full permission to be like that because of the covenant of God. And I'm telling you, at this stage, Abraham still didn't have Isaac. But in the conversation uh, with the Lord, after uh, Abraham gives them some uh, food and some milk and some butter and washes their feet, I love this, uh, he begins to uh, share that, there's going to be a visitation and you're going to have a baby. And um, Sarah hearing this, she laughs inside of herself. And the Lord says, no, but you did laugh. You know, <laughs> love that bit. You know, the Lord's hearing your hearts right now as I speak. So. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, this encounter is uh, an encounter with, with Abraham. You know, some Christians do sit in that place with the Lord. They learn to... Uh, be in the shade of the tree with the Lord and have those times of devotion. But it says that Abraham went a little bit further. It says that when they're on his way, on their way, the three men, that Abraham got up and, and began to walk with them. And what I'm saying to you now, I'm, I, I just want to encourage you, Harvest Australia Church, my friends, that you are doing so well. I just see this happening. I see people stepping out this year in relationship with the Lord, stepping out into, I, I want to be a friend of God. I want to know Him more. I'm going to go and read the Word. I'm, I'm going to go and just read a bit more than I did last year. I'm going to, I'm going to just pray a bit more. I'm going to go for prayer walks. I'm, going to, I'm just going to start to invest in my relationship with the Lord because in any relationship to grow, you have to put in, don't you? And, and He always gives way more anyway. And this is what, what was happening. Abraham got up and he went, went to go a bit further. And it says that then the Lord 
um, that, that then Abraham stood, uh, stood before the Lord. And, and there's some Christians that will even go so far as to get to the place where they stand before the Lord. That they become into such great communion with the Lord that they begin to hear his heart. They begin to look in his eyes and see what he's seeing. They begin to see his facial expression. They begin to look at the Lord and know, know his ways. You know, the Bible says that the children of Israel knew the works of the Lord, but Moses knew his ways. And David was a man after the heart of the Lord. You know, Jesus said to the disciples, from this moment on, I don't just call you servants, I call you friends, because friends know what the master is doing. And this is what's happening, my friends. This is what's happening in this church. God is raising us up as friends of the living God. I'm talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but I'm talking about the God of Julian, the God of Christiane, the God of Lyndall, the God of Ryan Davis. I'm talking wherever we go, people begin to see that we walk with the living God, that we begin to talk like Him, that we experience Him. Come on, who, how many people know that Jesus wasn't just going to the synagogues? He wasn't just in the temple. He was with His friends in Bethany, with Lazarus, who He raised from the dead. He was with Martha and Mary. And the Bible says that when he was in Bethany with his friends, that Lazarus, uh, that Martha was serving. That's one level of friendship. Uh, it says that Lazarus was sitting at the table with him. Uh, but then it says that, Mar that, that Mary was wiping his feet with his tears, uh, with her tears, that he, she was kissing his feet, that she was, the smell that was on her was getting on him, this intimacy, this communion, this relationship, this fellowship, this friendship, and all the things that will flow out of that, my friends. Come on, the disciples were called to do great things. Jesus said, greater works will you do because I go the Father. This is our destiny. I will make your name great. I will bless you to be a blessing on the face of the earth. Guys, he has called us to be world changers, planet shakers, atmosphere shifters. Come on. Listen, we are going to make history, guys. This is the point we're coming to. But this is the call, to call back to God, to get in the place and just go, oh, Lord Jesus, oh, God Almighty. Oh, remember God, he knew God as, as uh, with Melchizedek, possessor of heaven, God most high. He knew him as El Shaddai, God Almighty. And then he knew him as the man that came and met with him. Come on. We got to know. We want to know our God. I want. I don't want to. I want to be reverent of Him, but I also want to walk with Him as my friend. That I begin to take on the same attributes that that nature gets on me. And Abraham, being as good as dead in his body, Abraham being processed his relationship, going all the way from Chaldea to Hebron, all through those experiences and mistakes and. Uh, wrong things had come to the place where now he stood before the Lord. And what did he do? The Lord opened up his heart and began to, since, you're my, since I'm going to make you great, Abraham, I, I want to tell you a secret. I want to tell you some things. And I've come to see what's going on in this city. I've come to see what's going on in Sodom. If the outcry's uh, as bad as what's actually happening, come on, Harvest Australia Church, get with me. I've come to show you what's going on in Adelaide. I've come to show you what's going on in the neighborhoods. I've come to show you some things. Let's do this together. But it has to start with prayer. It has to start in a place of intimacy with Him. Otherwise, how can you get to point B if you haven't gone process through A and you haven't learned things, you haven't become familiar with the Lord, you haven't got to know how He talks and how He walks? 
come on. I want things that last. I want fruit that lasts. And you know, Abraham begins to talk with the Lord. And as he stood before the Lord in that intercession, in that glorious intercession, the Lord began to show him uh, what was in his heart by bringing out Abraham's heart. You know, if there's 50 righteous people, will, will, you, will you spare the city? What, what if there's 45, Lord? Um, I, I hope this is okay to ask God, but what, what if there's 40? What if there's... 35, okay, 20, please forgive me for asking, Lord, but 10, would you, would you spare the city for 10? And what happens is uh, um, the Lord finishes the conversation. That's something I love about the Lord. When you finish, finish the conversation, you say amen. It's like, okay, we can go now. Like prayer meetings with me, my friends, don't worry about it. It's like, oh, yeah, come on. And then I'm like, amen, okay, let's go now. You know, it's okay to be like that, you know. <laughs> so... Uh, the Lord, and he moves on. And then the two others, the two angels had gone into Sodom and we know what happens. Um, it, the Bible says that the Lord remembered Abraham and so spared Lot. Isn't that good? Come on. When we pray for Adelaide City from this place of oneness with the Lord and union, communion, covenant, relationship, friendship, powerful things will uh, happen in, in, in this city. I believe salvation like what happened with Lot, will occur because he is your God. He's your friend. Come on. I know that it's going to become a very common thing to say, you know what? The Lord shared with this, this with me today. I felt the Lord put it on my heart to share this with you. I feel the Lord led me to give this to you. Really amazing things happening. Dynamic uh, occurrences in our community as we make the Lord our friend. It's not like, oh, what would uh, Ryan do? You know, <laughs> um, or, or what would this? Th what's this uh, leader in the church telling me to do? It's like, well, I know the Lord. I know the assignment He's given Harvest Australia Church. I know that I'm a son. I know that I'm a friend of God. So I'm actually going to be proactive. I'm going to go out there and do it. And this is how Abraham began to um, operate. You know, Lot was passive. Lot was passive. He thought, oh, I'll just get sucked into the city life, you know, at the gate. But Abraham was seeking God. He was in the tents. He was moving, oh, this place, I'll move to this place. Have another encounter, God, move to this place. Just whatever you do, keep moving, my friends. Keep loving Jesus and keep moving in faith. Keep growing your friendship with God and, and let's see what happens. You know, I don't always know what's happened. It's going to happen in my life. I'm sure you don't know what is going to happen in yours, but it's always better than you think. And I know the best things in my life, not just the Kia Carnival, but, but many other things have come out of friendship with the Lord. It's, it's absolutely astounded me. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm knowing today that the Lord is at work in our lives. He is wanting to draw us in. He's wanting to... Uh, Share those secrets with us. And I, I love that verse in Deuteronomy that says, um, the secret things belong to the Lord, but that which is revealed to us belong to us and our children that we may instruct them in our laws. You know, there is um, longevity happening in this community. There is a legacy happening. There is a momentum happening because, you know, what? you look around, you see incredible people that love the Lord Jesus. You see incredible people that walk and talk with God. They, they don't care about a position. They don't care about, you know, if, if, if things aren't working out for them in their lives. They just want the Lord. They just want Jesus. They just want to know Him because they know that He is their magnificent 
um, uh, possession, that he is their inheritance ultimately, that he, that he is their exceedingly great reward. And that I'm talking about a Christian people, a group of people that aren't just nice Christians, but they walk with the living God. I'm talking about people that don't just walk, work for God, but as Karen said, that God works through them, that they work with God. And when Abraham had gone through this journey, this heart journey, his friendship had been processed and he got to this place a few chapters after that moment of intercession, boom, Isaac was born. And we're talking about a hundred year old people here, my friends. Isaac was born and you know what Isaac means? It means laughter. It means joke. Come on. And this is this is what I'm coming to right now. God has a big sense of humor. He's not faced by your failures. He's not intimidated by your mistakes when you've run ahead of him, when you had Hagar experiences. I'm telling you, sometimes it feels like 10 steps backwards, but then suddenly it's 100 miles ahead. That was American, but there you go. And you can turn that on. I'm telling you, my friends, today, I'm telling you today, the Lord is calling you to come closer with him. Some of you have been like, you know, in the tent with, with him and you've been having a meal and it's fun. But now he's calling you into ministry. He, you know, the days of, oh, that's the minister. Ryan's the minister. It's over. You're all ministers. We're all called to do the work of the ministry. We've all got a kingdom assignment. I'm telling you the days of gathering around a denominational name. It's over. And a sermon, gathering around a sermon every Sunday, it's over. We are gathering around the presence of the Lord. He, it is about relationship. The people I follow and look up to and want to be like are the ones that are seen to commune with the Lord. I look at their face and I say, I can see they're being with Jesus because they've got the same facial expression, the same demeanor in their eyes. And Abraham had that. And hope against hope, he believed God. And it says that his body was strengthened with faith. And then he was able, God through him brought Isaac laughter about. Come on. Come on. Will you stand with me this morning? I'm going to invite Christiane to the front. Let's just begin to seek him this morning a little bit. And ultimately, Jesus Christ coming through the relationship, the journey, the heart journey. My friends, is your relationship at a place today where you feel you've been through a process? That's a good thing. Would you stand before the Lord with me today and just begin to gaze at Him? Oh, I want you, Lord. I want to know you. I want to live 24 hours a day with you, seven days a week with you. I know that you're amazing. I know that you're most high, that you're almighty, but I know as well that you want to be with me in the dust. Ha! You want to be with me in the heat. Ha! Thank you, Jesus. You care about the things on my heart like Lot. But Lord, you don't need me. You want, to, you want, you want me. Thank you, Jesus. I just hear something in the Spirit. I'm hearing the Lord saying that, that a child's coming forth, that a child's coming. I hear that in the Spirit. I hear Psalm, uh, sorry, Isaiah 54. I hear, rejoice, O barren one. Rejoice, O barren one. Come on. You're barren, 
You haven't got the promise yet, but relationship with God is good enough. So rejoice and stretch out today because Harvest Australia Church, I'm about to open up capacity like never before. If that resounds with you and you're waiting for your Isaac, for your laughter, just come now and begin to laugh. Come out the front, just begin to seek the Lord. He's got something for you. Break forth. Today's the day to get active in our faith. As our friendship with God is going higher, so is our faith in the Lord. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But Lord, you're enough. I don't mind if I'm not rich in this world. I don't mind if I don't get healed, but you're probably going to do it anyway because as I seek you and love you, you're going to make things, all good things flow. Jesus, we worship you today. Lord, we look to you today. Today is the day to be active. Today is the day to rejoice. Come on, faith. Come on, your faith. Come on, your faith. It says in old language that his body was quickened, quickened. I'm talking about resurrection here. I'm talking about Abraham's body feeling resurrection power. And then Abraham got such to a strong place in his relationship with the Lord that even when God said to him, why did you offer up my son as a sacrifice to me? He did not hesitate, but he got Isaac and said, we will return. Because he counted God faithful to perform his promise that his descendants would be mighty on the earth, a blessing on the earth, a multitude on the earth. And that's you. You carry the same genetics of that overcomer. You carry the same seed. You are, you are the same seed. You are my Isaac, says the Lord. You are my promise keepers, says the Lord. A people of promise, a people of faith. Come on, why don't you begin to let the Holy Spirit strengthen you? Why don't you begin to be like Abraham and Sarah? Why don't you begin to conceive that promise right now? Why don't you begin to let the Lord open up your imagination? Why don't you begin to express Him and His love with your emotions right now? Come on, Adelaide's going to know. The world is going to know. Come on, I just see a birthing happening in the Spirit right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We worship you, Lord, today. Faith and friendship. Process to purpose, to promise. Thank you, Jesus. Friends of God. I'm a friend of God. There's going to be an atmosphere this morning in this place, right up the front of such intimate encounter that some of your lives are going to be changed forever, that the trajectory of your life is going to go be launched into a whole new pathway. I'm telling you, there's an atmosphere at the front of, of intimacy with the Lord for those that want to go deeper in a new way that feel they need to express that this morning. That's so good. Just a few more things. Uh, someone here is born on the 17th of April. Put up your hand if that's you or give me a wave or you know someone. Just come up the front and see me. I, just, I heard that and um, I'm, not, I'm not mistaken there. So just, yeah, come up the front if you know who that person is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you're looking at me right now and thinking, what Ryan's, what's Ryan going to do next? You're in the wrong headset.
This is real Christianity. Thank you, Jesus. This is real life. This is you, Jesus, in this place this morning. Manifest your presence, I pray. Increase your presence, Lord, more and more right now as we begin to worship you and enter into you, Lord, today. Let's just see what the Lord wants to do. We're going to worship. We're going to sing a bridge. And then after we've done that, put on some music and you can head out the back. But let's sing this together. Let's declare this together. And we're going to have uh, just this wonderful time with the Lord. So let's do that. Thanks for joining us on the Harvest Australia podcast. For more information and events in the life of Harvest Australia Church, please visit harvestaustralia.org.